Welcome to Spooks and Goofs, where we talk about spooky shit. And goofy shit. And this is episode number six. 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 Pop. Six. Squish. What? Uh-uh. Cicero. Lip shits. Oh. <laughs> it took you that long to figure what? out. I was like so confused. You should have seen his face. He's looking at me like I'm having a another stroke. Dude, I thought you were becoming like a Russian spy. And you were saying like <laughs> certain words. I know I had so a couple weird. strokes last episode. Dude, you did. So I think you were wondering if I was you having another. Did that was a yeah. That was a lot. I think that's why I had to pass the torch off to you this week. I had done too much talking. So I know far. it's a special one because I yeah. get to I get to tell a story today. I was I think my my brain connection with my mouth was like. Nah, brah. Give us a break. Uh, there's a clear disconnect. Yeah, on, so it is now your turn. On your stuff. On your stiff. So get your palate ready. How's how's work been? Crazy, as always. It's recital time. So getting all the all the dances ready, all the costumes ready. You do have a lot of costumes in your studio always. right now. Looks like a, it looks it, like a costume boutique in the back of my studio. You look like you're like managing a circus. I mean, with all the costumes and then, yeah. Well, it is kind of a circus in mm-hmm. there. I got a new like fake nameplate and I put it on my desk and I think I got it from like Hobby Lobby and it says Chaos Coordinator and I was oh, like, yeah, I saw that. This yeah. is this is perfect. This is exactly my job title. Chaos this, Coordinator. Yeah. And yeah. then on top of that, you I should been, put that on the website. What that I'm a Chaos Coordinator or owner <laughs> under chaos my bio. Yeah, on your bio <laughs> chaos thing. Yeah, funny. and on top of that, I've been fighting off whatever germs either our children have brought home. Gross, you have cooties? Or, you know, the hundreds of children at the studio that are... That's true. Not hundreds. That would be nice if it was hundreds. That would be cool. What, what, what number are you at now? I don't even know anymore. I don't pay attention to that at this point. Yeah. I'm in, in event planning mode. It takes up literally 99% That's of my true. brain capacity. That's true. But yeah, so if you hear me sniffling in the background, I apologize. I'm going to try to keep it to a minimum. Yeah, keep your cooties away from me. So sorry. So sorry. But. Are you? I mean, yeah. I don't want people listening to me like. <laughs> you sound yeah. like you're Russian. I'm telling. Whoa. Oh. Oh, I thought that was sirens. <laughs> yeah. I thought I heard sirens in the background. I was like, this is perfect. There's your little motorbike. Yeah. Wow. So yes, I have a cool story. Not a really cool story. It's a obviously death story. Right. <laughs> um, but a cool thing for work for me is um, I just tried out for the dive team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still waiting on the word, uh, the official word, but it's looking good yeah. so far. Um. So I thought I might do something with water themed. Cool. In the recent events of... I say cool, but I do not... I'm not being honest, because you know me and water. Yeah, you're like... Was it... What's the phobia called? Mesothelioma or something? (laughs) I just... I don't know. The same thing we talked about space a while back. Yeah. So it's the same kind of concept where it's like, I don't So you're afraid of high... Spacey stuff, like way above, you know, yeah. the ground, and then you're also scared of water, like deep water, way stuff. below the ground, dude. Yes, that's those are like the most two fascinating. There are so things. many unknown things about 
space, space but underwater. also about the ocean. Yeah, it's the most unexplored thing on Earth. Yeah. So I just and it covers go, majority of the Earth. You know, I've lived in Florida basically my entire life, and you would think that I'd be like. You know, you, you think of growing up in Florida, you're at the beach all the time, and you're, like, out in the water. Mm. Not only do we not go to the beach a lot, but when we're there, you don't, you you know that I don't go yeah, you past, don't like, really... knee-deep. Yeah, no, you're not about that. Sometimes, if the water is semi-calm, I will go to, like, waste, but that's pushing it. Yeah. But normally, I'm just good with, like, knee-deep, and I'll do a little splashy-splash to cool myself off, and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go back up and <laughs> lay on my towel. Oh, my God. I remember the... Amelia is like, she's petrified of crabs now. Oh my god, the little, little baby crab. crab. Yeah. The little baby crab went up in between her little toesies. Yeah, she freaked out. She's like so scarred funny. for life. So she yeah, eats she's crabs. she's probably better now, though. Yeah. Like, Anywho. Anyways. Let's get to it today. Right. Thank you for listening to me today. Um, I have the interesting story. Like, again, it's it's like it has to do something with water. Okay. So this, do you know the name uh, Elisa Lamb? No fucking way are you doing Elisa Lamb. I am. No fucking, um, this is one of my favorite. I am so excited. Like, you're probably bummed that I know this case, but I'm excited to discuss this case with you. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, it's like, I remember when this, like, when we were younger in this case came out. You know what's out. funny is I never even heard of this case when it was happening. Oh, yeah. But I I've heard multiple day. episodes of, like, podcast episodes about this case from yeah. different perspectives. It is probably, next to John Benet Ramsey, probably one of the cases that I want to see right. solved the most. Right. Because it is so fucking weird. It is. It's a very... if And if you, you guys listening that don't know this case... Um, bear with me. I'm going to give you basically the basic bare bones of this case. Um, maybe but there's just so much more. There that is goes a lot, but it. maybe whatever you don't cover, if there's more, maybe I can do a part two on it. Right. Yeah. Cause and it absolutely. is so fucking insane. It is, it is weird. I am so excited. It is very, very weird. Yes. I'm so, All right, um, let's do it. this story was very famous that got lots of media attention and hit the country hard in the face with how eerie the outcome of the investigation was. So this happened in February 2013, where the body of uh, Elisa Lamb was found in a in a cistern, uh, cistern mm-hmm. which if you guys don't know what that is, it's like like a water tank. Yeah. Um, and that was on the rooftop of the Cecil Hotel, aka Stay on Main in downtown Los Angeles. So Elisa Lamb was only 21 years old when she passed away. Uh, she was the daughter of Chinese immigrant parents, which they were from originally Hong Kong uh, in China, and then they moved to Vancouver, Canada, um, where she eventually became a student of the University of British Columbia. Now, um, just to give you an idea of like how like prestigious the, the place is and how smart Elisa Lam was, I mean, the British Columbia has been around since 1915, Again, it's a very prestigious school, which it prides itself on the vision, purpose, and values. I looked them up mm-hmm. and everything, um, read all about the college. There's only two colleges. I mean, it's the Global Center of Teaching, Learning, and Research, and is consistently ranked upon, uh, among the top 20 public universities in the world. Jeez. So, I mean, it's top 20. Yeah. That's, 
That's there's a lot of universities, and yeah, I think to even make top twenty is pretty oh for sure significant definitely. Um, they only have two campuses, which are which is the one is in Vancouver, and then the other one is Okanagan. Uh, in Canada, I have no idea where that's at. That's interesting. Um, that sounds like maybe the middle of <laughs> I Canada. Know I don't know. I, don't I know, know absolutely nothing about Canada. I don't know. I'll ask besides Neil. maple syrup. Oh. <laughs> I'll ask Neil. Yeah. Um, so just being her accepted into the university should tell you how, like, you know, how intelligent. Yeah. Um, Elisa was. So the interesting thing about Elisa during her school years was that she became a blogger. Mm-hmm. So she was super into the blog, uh, the blogging stuff, and um, she had some interesting blogs that may have been early indicators of her mental health. Yeah. So in one blog, she uh, lamented that um, how school was making her drop several classes, and I'm guessing due to her stress and poor grades at that time. I don't know if she was specifically getting bad grades or anything. I mm. couldn't I couldn't find any research on that yeah. part. Um. But she was, she said, um, she was getting and, uh, yeah, she was, she felt so utterly directionless and lost, verbatim, hmm. quote, unquote. And then she titled that post, um, you're always haunted by the idea you're wasting your life. And um, that was posted in January 2012. So, so that's a like year before, a right? year before, yeah, that's about a year before eerie. the whole entire thing, yeah. right? So the title was a quote from a famous novelist, Chuck uh, Palinuk. I think that's how you pronounce his last name, Palinuk. And I'm I'm assuming that was one of her favorites yeah. um, to read. She, she was an avid reader, okay. So um, I'm assuming that was one of her favorite novels. Maybe that's where she got her like interest in blogging too just kind of being like a writer on her own yeah so um i looked up chat uh chuck palinuk and i have recognized the name before and i I was wondering why so i researched chuck Mm -hmm. and um i immediately figured out why i knew the name so he was he's an american novelist with numerous amounts of published books and he's even uh published two adult coloring books Ooh, that's fun that that was pretty cool to find out um the most famous publishing that he he did was his very first one called fight club oh so which that eventually became into a movie that, um that's, starring oh, that's the movie fight club yeah okay. starring uh edward norton and uh brad pitt um, so he had a bit of a following and she was kind of like i'm actually really surprised you know what this movie is <laughs> i know of the movie i have not seen okay the movie it's because but everybody knows about the you're, movie you're a f- <laughs> I don't understand how you've <laughs> never seen this movie. I it's freaking awesome. You know me. I don't on a, like when it's a big mainstream movie. I just I don't know why I tend to not have an interest. Except there there are a few exceptions. I, I don't understand but, you. Yeah, there are a few exceptions, but a lot Brad of times Pitt. I don't. I like well, I'm like I don't even if I watch preview I'm like I don't. This doesn't look interesting to me. First, First rule but of on Fight the Club other, is you don't talk about Fight Club. Yes, I know that quote too. And the thing is, is you know me in like action movies. It's like, it's actually a really good movie. Um, it, it's actually kind of like a mind fuck. Yeah. Really. It's one of those kind of movies. So you're a scrub for not moving. Whatever. Anyway, plus Brad Pitt's in it. And he's, fuck. He's toast hot. Overrated. He's toast hot. Overrated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to um, Elisa. Quick question. Yeah. Do you know 
because I know she was in, she moved to Canada, but the Cecil Hotel is in... In Los Angeles. LA, right? Yeah, I'll get to that. Okay. Yeah, I'll get to that. I forgot when it was that she decided to like... Right. Come over. So So she eventually uh, left her original original blogging, like posting website, Mm -hmm. uh, which was blogspot have you heard of i've heard of it from back in the day yeah i've never been into what was i know we were talking about this like forever ago what was the one that sarah was Uh, would always go on i can't remember now Mm. i wasn't really ever ever big into blogging so like i know of some by name just because of other people talking about them and like i'll recognize but i right i don't know so anyway she left that website and Mm -hmm. then she went to a more famous one that i've heard of which was tumblr yeah Tumblr's big still, yeah. yeah. Tumblr, um, which she would post different things like fashion photos, quotes, and some, and a lot of them were like in her own words, blogging mm-hmm. stuff. But she did use the same Chuck quote as before, like quite a few times. Yeah. So, um, so you can see how there was like little hints of her mental health were starting to come out, and it was like, like maybe she the was starting to struggle a little bit. Yeah, the bloggings were kind of like. Her little outlet, yeah, to uh, you know, to, to get it all out and yeah. everything, and and she would definitely talk about her um, her stresses of school and how she needed to get away from school to keep her sanity. That's like a quote, right. unquote thing that she would say on there, and then like even on her blogs, um, she like was very open. Like she formulated this whole plan and researched a whole getaway trip to do a West Coast tour. Okay. Right. So she was going to places like San Diego, L.A., San Fran, and Santa Cruz. I think those were like the four main places that she really planned this trip on. Okay. Um, I know from from researching, like, because she's of Asian descent, mm-hmm. you know, her parents are like structured, school, 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 school. structured school, <laughs> yeah. don't do anything, don't divert from the plan or you bring dishonor kind of thing right. or whatever. So she was planning all this stuff. She would actually post about it. She's like, man, I need to get away. Um, I need to get a job to get away and plan a trip. And so, and I, and she would also say, you know, I need to make sure, you know, my, my parents know that I need to do this and hopefully they approve, which eventually they approved. Yeah. So they were like, yep, you know what? You're 21. Go do your thing. Yeah. Stre- you're That's getting good stressed for them, out. though. It's like you're going to need to So, yeah, they loosen the reins. Bit, yeah. yeah, they loosen the reins on her, let her branch out, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, her first stop was in San Diego. Okay. And part of the deal with her parents is like, hey, you, okay, you can go on the strip, but you're calling us every single day. Yes. To, one, make sure you're okay, and two, tell us about how your trip's going. Understandable, right? yeah. So, which I get. I would totally want to do that. Sure, me too. Um... So, yes, so, like, she started out in San Diego, and then here's, like, the nitty-gritty part of L.A. So she um, checked in uh, to her the hotel, the Cecil Hotel, um, January 28th, 2013. Okay, so, so right like, at the end of January, yeah, right so, before she went, like, not, it, she wasn't there very long then. No, so January 28th, 2013, she reached L.A., checked into the hotel, and she actually traveled by train. Mm. from san diego so she took the amtrak okay um by the way i don't know why you'd go to la just stay in san diego that you'll get everything there i love anybody who's in that area who wants to travel and see things i suppose they feel like they have to go through la because I it's guess. just so infamous you know what right I mean? right 
I mean, I loved San Diego when I was over there. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh. I, I loved it the couple days I got to visit you before I got tonsillitis. Oh, and dude, you, like, you were I miserable. I ruined the whole, the whole <laughs> you trip. You were so miserable. Dude, you remember that when we were checking into the hotel, how many Andy Scandies I Oh, ate? my God. My, what happened to my fingers? They turned green from the wrappers. <laughs> this I guy ate... in his Andy's candies, he's obsessed. Uh, like, obsessed. But then you don't like mint chocolate chip ice cream, which it literally tastes exactly the same. No, there's a diff. No, it's no, just, don't it, you I don't dare compare yeah. Andy's candies and mint ice cream. I got I had a couple days in to a week trip. Yeah, we were able to do. I mean, we did a ghost tour. Yep. We just did some sightseeing and some shopping. Yeah. We didn't even get to go to the zoo. We did because not. like three days in, like into the fourth, you got sick. third yeah. night, yeah, into the fourth day, I woke up feeling like absolute dog shit, and we went to the doctor, and it turns out I had fucking tonsillitis. Yeah, so then which I probably was, got on the plane. So so that basically was hang out in the hotel room with pizza and sprite. We did walk by the Whaley House. We did go and look at the. We Whaley know we House. need to go back soon and actually do a tour in the Whaley House. No. Yes. I'm not And going. I will also That's report. one of the most haunted things exactly. ever. Exactly. That's the whole point. No, I'm not doing it. You can take somebody else. I'm not doing it. <laughs> anyway. Just, anyways, back to this. Yes. So San Diego's awesome. She goes to LA for whatever reason, January 28th. Okay. okay? Um, I was trying to see why specifically she chose each place that she wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming... She wanted because she was super into the fashion scene and the glamour yeah. stuff. So oh, that's true. I forgot about she that. She wanted to know, you know, to go to one of the most well-known fashion places. Sure, like, that makes Duh. sense. Yes. Why not go to? I forgot about LA. That and that's a pretty damn fact. good story. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So, um, according to the hotel manager, she believed uh, Elisa was only staying for approximately four days, which would bring it from January twenty-eighth to February first. Right, so February, so January twenty eighth to February first. Right, um, I believe uh, the room number was five oh six. Okay. So the five oh, it was a five oh four or five oh six. So what was interesting that I, I've, I found numerous different articles about the incident, mm-hmm. and there was actually a lot of them were kind of matching each other. And there was only like one that didn't state this fact that I'm about to tell you, where, yeah. like. Maybe two. So the original room that she was in, it was like a hostel, like shared room with like randos. Okay. So people would like they just need a a bed. Yeah. To, and they're a staying sink there for just a, a couple days. And they just need somewhere to crash. Right. So and it's probably cheaper that way. Right. So she would just go to this place. She she went into this room. Well, the roommates were like, "Yo, you need a fucking bounce because you're acting weird as fuck." Oh. So then she actually ended up getting moved to her own private room. Okay. And that was the room 506. That's right. Yep. Okay. So she was already starting to act weird. And literally it was verb, like, quote, unquote, the roommates were saying she had odd behavior. Interesting. Okay. So that's that's what I found uh, in some other uh, articles about this thing. So anyway, so again, her, her and her parents have been in constant contact thus far. Mm-hmm. And so when they didn't get a call... Um, on like checkout day or when supposedly she was supposed to check out, um, they started panicking and then they called Los Angeles Police Department, LAPD. Mm-hmm. Um, again, she was supposed to be checking out of the hotel and heading to Santa Cruz 
which is most known for its awesome beaches and basically a surf town. Okay. Um, it's like a basic, like, shaka bra town. Right. Right. Um, so, there, and, and I'm sure she wanted to go see, like, other attractions there. There's, like, the Santa Cruz, like, pier, and they have, like, the cool attractions there. Okay. And then, like, soak up the sun, live right. the Cali life for a little bit. Um, so when the parents made the missing persons report, that was, uh, that very same day they flew down to help and try search, you know, with the search. And so now here's when the investigation starts. So from my own experiences, um, like how do you even start with this kind of investigation? Like, right. you know, it's like, there's a definitely a certain process that you do stuff, right. The intelligence gathering, like, Mm -hmm. Name, date of birth, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, you start with, you know, going to the front desk. Hey, you're getting her name, her room number, uh, confirm the description of uh, Lisa. Mm -hmm. Um, Check in, check out dates. And then they also talk to different staff members. And what's the most important things that help get timelines? Cameras. Cameras. Right. So um, the police start at the... At the front desk, mm-hmm. they check in with the, the GM at that time, which I think her name was like Amy Price or something like that. I can't okay. remember. I didn't write it down for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, Amy was like, you know what? This this happens all... This kind of... Not this specific kind of thing happens all the time. The Cecil Hotel, But though? the Cecil Hotel is like... Oh, that's a infamous. Whole, that's, that's like I could do like ten other episodes. Oh, dude, I got I got a little bit of stuff on it. Yeah, that, that's later on. That's one place I will never like. If I were to ever truly want to go like ghost hunting or just like do a couple different things like that, where I can go to specific places that like yeah. have been reported on a lot, that is one place I will never ever step foot uh, near. I, I wouldn't either. So anyway, um. They, they meet with the GM. GM's more than willing to help out. Mm-hmm. And she gives him all, all the detectives. And I mean, like, the detective homicide division, like, 20 cops deep came in there. That's so interesting. Why do you think that they had so many, like, on board at, at I mean, it's first? probably high profile, especially when it's, like, a foreign chick that's I here guess. on vacation. Yeah. And they have, nothing, they have zero information about her. Right? Yeah. So, anyway... Um, once they get the information, they're like, all right, take us up to the room. So they go into the room. It was learned that the hotel staff had already been through the room. Oh, that sucks. And found all her items were still in there at the time that she was supposed to check out. Right? I think that sucks, though, because, like, wouldn't that kind of mess up their, like, initial, it, like... It can, but at least we have confirmation, right? So, like, the all pas- her stuff is still there. The passport, wallet, ID, clothes, the whole shebang. Like, she didn't just take off to go somewhere else and not call right. her parents. Right. Yeah. So, that right there, that piece of information tells me, okay, this is for real. She was here. Yeah. Her shit is here. She's just not. Right. Right? So, protocols of the hotel state that when there are personal items found in the room after checkout... They bag up all the shit and they store them in the storage room for 30 days in the event that person comes back and claims the stuff. So, um, again, that actually kind of helped them out, um, especially solidifying that she was, in fact, staying there. Mm -hmm. Um, Detectives spoke to the person who cleared out the room, which they said all the items were there. He described the room was in disarray. 
but detectives asked him further questions and they basically um, concluded that yes it was in disarray but it there was no foul play involved it was just a messy room it was just a messy ass room yeah um so they also spoke to a staff on the late uh, on the late shift the night of the disappearance mm-hmm. to which two members found her in in a quote in an area that she wasn't supposed to be in unquote and they actually asked her to leave the area and watched her get to the hotel elevators and this was the very last time that anyone saw her where was she at what was the so place? it was like I, I was trying to figure that part yeah. out which I think maybe she was already like maybe towards the top floor of that's what I'm assuming maybe mm-hmm. top floor because there's a section of the top floor that like there are people are not supposed to be in to get onto the roof. Right. And then there was also like like an access room or something. Yeah, like a like another room like down towards like the first floor that they weren't supposed to be in. Somewhere where patrons were not supposed to be or only employees. Only employees. Okay. Right. So, but again, this was the last time anyone saw her. So these two so people. So spooky, okay. Right? So the investigation continues and the detectives are like, man, we literally have nothing. So they relied on technology now. So they went to her Tumblr. They found okay. out she was a blogger. Yep. They went to her Tumblr account, which was like Nuve Nuvello or something like that. That was like her Tumblr name. Um, and they were basically able to map out, um, her whereabouts and because she like used the blogging as like her diary. So it basically gave like timestamps of her whole trip. It was like almost like an itinerary. Which is so dangerous though. Right. Right. At that time is super, super dangerous. Anybody who has any type of malicious intent to do anything could just be like, oh, I'm just going to follow her blog and find her somewhere. Right. Um, she would pro- she would post all the time, pretty much, uh, again, date and time stamping where she was at those times and what activities she was doing. Oof. So there was, like, one that I saw in there where she was like, yeah, January this date to this date, I'm going to be in San Diego. Yeah. And, like, all that kind of stuff. So Which, they- the, in and of itself, is not necessarily the worst thing, but then it's, like, when you get into details of, like, I'm staying at the blah, blah, blah. Right. Or I'm going to be at this specific place on this specific day. So here's what's interesting is during the time in L.A., mm-hmm. that short period of time where she checked in and then she went missing, she was not shy about posting things like meeting new people and meeting up with them. Ooh. So she was. there was one that I read that was like uh, meeting new people applications accepted. Hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like one of those like shooting your shot. Like, yeah. Almost like she was like trying to start her own like tinder thing (laughs) kind of kind of deal or maybe even just like friends right right just meeting new people meeting new people on her travels and yeah um and so like the the, with those kind of posts the detectives were trying to explore the option of like did she have any online relationships or romantic relationships while in town even though it was a short period of time yeah um they did figure out on january 31st through the tumblr account that she uh, which was the day that she officially was like reported missing. Um, she which went which day? Sorry, Jan- uh, January thirty first. Okay. Um, she went to a local bookstore, so detectives followed those breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. So while at the bookstore, I think the bookstore was called the Last Bookstore, 
which is like oh that's even weirder it's like ironic Ooh. right like it's weird yeah so Eek. so while at the bookstore they met with management to which they actually remembered her uh-huh uh i think i can't remember the name of the girl that helped her out but a staff remembered her specifically asking about what books to get how much they weighed because she might be traveling with them and taking them back home to okay. canada and then she described, the staff member described uh, Elisa as outgoing, lively, and friendly. Okay. So we know at this point, especially in that encounter, that it was just like a very nice one. Like it pretty much normal. And she didn't, she wasn't having any weird erratic behavior no. or whatever. No. So, you know, it, that was, and that was important because it was an outside source from the hotel. Right. So someone completely different completely at a different, different location. Like, and, yeah. yeah. So at this point of the investigation it is now February sixth. So from January thirty first to February sixth now. Yeah. Um, the LAPD finally put a huge release mm-hmm. uh, on her missing. Um, they've apparently done all that they can do at the immediate location wise and yeah. now have gone to the public. Not only to get the information out, but to also go, to also seek help mm-hmm. um, for any other information. Just trying information. to spot her out anywhere. It's yeah, for her area. whereabouts yeah. or anything like that. So uh, what they give out is obviously the meat and potatoes of the investigation stuff, like uh, her physical description, clothing, you know, like her name, obviously. Yeah. Uh, when and where she was last seen. Gotcha. Um. So backing up a little bit, I kind of, I mean, you might know way more than I do, but um, for those who are listening, you might not know, um, I kind of need to tell you a little bit of the background of the CISO hotel. Yeah, please, because it is so, absolutely bonkers. Um, it's so like, strange. Again, I'm giving you the basic bare bones information, yeah. but it, even this stuff that I'm telling you is like super fucking weird. So weird. So uh, again, the CISO hotel opened up near the end of the uh end of the year of 1924 ish mm-hmm. um back then it was like the cream of the crop right yeah. it's the 20s um a brand new building just went up in downtown la i mean this motherfucker had 700 rooms damn like 700 rooms and back then it took a million dollars to build this bitch in 1924 in 1924 it's a, it, i i looked it up a million dollars and again, I did the research. That would equal. You converted it. That would equal to seventeen million four hundred ninety-five thousand three hundred twenty-one dollars and sixty-four cents today. Yikes! So like big, big money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, the biggest uh, interesting thing, and keep this in mind, is it's in the smack dab middle of downtown, which just so happens in today's world is in the middle of ground freaking zero mm. skid row yeah now it is now yeah. it's like the worst place to be and it used to right. be this big like like you said popular like hopping place to yeah. be but um skid row is basically 56 block range oh my god i didn't realize it, it was that big because I've, I've heard things about skid row but i never realized how like long it was 56 blocks big Jesus. and and the hotel is smack dab right in the middle. Yeah. And it has with about five to ten thousand homeless individuals living Jesus. living in uh, in the streets. Yeah. Um, it's basically one Bad of the, news bears. One of the poorest places in the country. 
Dang. Um, I think it might be in the world, honestly. I, it I, might I, be one I of mean, the poorest. With it being that big and that, yeah. you know. So, um, Skid Row is known to having the most individuals just out of jail or a mental facility. Okay. Um, they just don't have anywhere to go, and they yeah. end up in Skid Row. Um, so the biggest uh, question for the detectives was: Could Eliza or Lisa um, been a victim to just the surrounding area? Okay. She's from out of town. She's young, mm-hmm. young and dumb. Doesn't know the area. Did she go exploring? She didn't know she was in the middle of Skid Row. Right. Things can happen, especially in Skid Row. I mean, it's one of the most dangerous and violent places that you could be at. Yeah. Especially at 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not to be sexist or anything, but female. Well, yeah. By yourself. Yeah, no, you absolutely. Know what I'm um, and she was very, you know, outgo- if she has that outgoing personality. I think in one of her posts, she's like, you know, my mouth gets me in trouble. Sometimes I say things that I'm not really supposed to say. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I make decisions that like the worst decisions at the worst times like she would post this stuff on her just impulsive and doesn't really think through things yeah right so um again the hotel itself has a huge past history like huge Mm -hmm. um it housed infamous murderers like um richard ramirez yep okay night stalker right so he would um only stay on the top floor of of the uh the hotel and he had a gruesome body count of 13 confirmed kills, yeah. uh, five attempted murders, and 11 sexual assaults. Yeah. So that like, case is a nasty one, Like, too. bad Oof. news. Bad, bad dude. Bad yeah. dude. Um, another serial killer uh, named Jack Unterweger. Mm-hmm. He's from Australia. Yep. Um, who strangled prostitutes with their own bras. That's like, that was his ML. Um, there's rumors... That I saw online that he chose that hotel because of Richard Ramirez. So like, so he uh, was it was like a connection thing. Like he's like, oh man, inspired by yeah. it. Ew. So um, one of the most famous cold cases that is connected with the Cecil Hotel is, I mean, and I pretty, I'm, I can, I'm pretty confident in saying this. Like pretty much everyone knows about this, um, and I know you definitely know about this. Is the Black Dahlia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's some way, somehow connected. Um, if you don't know it, Elizabeth Short stayed there Yeah. Um, before she was found mutilated, where she was cut from ear to ear um, from her ma- with, by her mouth, and then she was also cut into two pieces. Yeah. Oof. That, that's um, a, that's she a was found one. in the street, just down the street from the hotel. Jeez. So it's, it's weird. That's how that... It's connect. That's how the Cecil Hotel is connected to her. Yeah. But they don't know why mm-hmm. the Cecil Hotel specifically right. why she stayed there. So it's still a cold case. It's kind of sort of like Lisa. Like, yeah. how the fuck does this even happen? It's just there just seems to be like such a weird energy around that place that it's like Dude, all evil weird. just flocks there. Yeah. It's it's like I feel like it's so like so it gives me like the, an open portal. <laughs> like you yeah, know what I'm saying? like it honestly it like and all of the things that I've read and heard and learned about is like it just almost feels like it is kind of like that one you know, they say that there's some like certain places in the world where the veil is super thin between yeah. like our world and then like the nether world or the whatever yeah. and it's like it could just be like the weird, like thin veil between us and like just hell and evil yeah. and just it's ugh, yeah. There's so 
other crazy events would happen there, such as like overdose and suicides. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the a more lot of suicides. some of the more known ones was there was this man that was walking down the sidewalk next to the hotel, and he was killed instantly because a woman jumped off the ninth story and hit him. Oh my god! Right. Uh, there was also this woman that was staying there with her boyfriend, maybe husband or boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out that. But she was having stomach pains. So she went to the bathroom to not disturb him because it was like in the middle of the night. Yeah. And she ended up giving birth to a baby boy. Oh, no. She had no idea that she was pregnant with this baby. Oh, my God. So, um, again, she she didn't know anything about babies. The baby wasn't like crying like you would think the yeah. baby would be doing. So she thought it was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so she actually threw the baby out the window. No. But the baby was very much alive. Oh, my God. And it landed on the roof of the next building. Holy shit. Yeah. So Did it survive? No. Oh, shit. Uh, completely, completely, um, the baby passed away. Yeah. They tried to charge her for the murder of the baby, but um, I think she was acquitted of those charges and then she was sent to a, me- a mental facility well, yeah because it's like if she i mean obviously even if you think the baby's already dead like you still don't throw it out the window right but i could see like where she would definitely need some sort of mental intervention right just because of just being traumatized by that in yeah. and of itself but yeah um so yeah it, it, i mean this this place was an aw- this hotel was an awesome place at the beginning mm-hmm. um in the 20s and then the great depression happened it so like it went to shit and then I feel like a lot of our cases lately have been around the great depression <laughs> yeah and so like it went to shit so like all the businesses and everyone was starting to be homeless the business like the the freaking cecil hotel was like out on its heels yeah like barely standing up financially and so the type of people that they were getting in during that time were like older guys that were like trying not to spend as much money as they could mm-hmm. I, I think they were renting out rooms for like a dollar a night like at that point Jeez. so it was like you're getting these sketchy ass people i mean like numerous people like numerous articles and numerous documentaries that i was reading um they were saying like dude if you were like you just needed a place to stay for like just a short period of time it yeah. was cheap um sometimes it was used as like an apartment complex almost like mm. and so like people if, just like pay by the week and stay there yeah and there. And yeah you didn't have to run a background check and yeah and like you know what i'm saying so it was just that kind of place but um every single gm and every single article that i read every single gm that ran the place said yeah it has its up and downs but it's got good bones so it was almost like they didn't give a shit about how what was happening there yeah but, they had good bone. the The building had good bones. It was manageable. Yeah. It was, you know, it's like it just shit happens there. Yeah. Um, so going back to uh, Elisa, mm-hmm. so a few more days passed since, um, they released uh the information uh, about her missing, right. and um, February thirteenth, two thousand thirteen. Is where it was when the uh, the police released the surveillance footage. I have seen this video. Have you seen this video? Oh, dude, I've watched it like numerous times. It is the strangest. Correct. I'm about to describe it. Okay. I'm about to describe it for everybody that's listening. So the setting of the video, um, it's midday, and it's it is of the elevator. To which I believe it was the same floor as 
uh, Elisa was staying in. Okay. So um, the video is, it, it's, man, it is like eerie. So eerie. And and it's um, super interesting too because like, you know me, I like to read body language a mm-hmm. lot, especially in my line of work. Yeah. Um, so I'm always, I'm like, I was trying to, like, I've watched this numerous times. I'm like figure, trying to figure out like what the fuck is making her move and everything like that, yeah. right? So the point of view of the camera footage is you're in you're in the um, the elevator. Mm-hmm. You're in like the far left back left corner. Yeah. And it and the and it's facing the door that opens and also the buttons. Yes. And you can see pretty much all three corners except where the camera corner is. Right. Right. So um, she she so you see the door open, right? And you see uh, Elisa walk in. She's wearing like a red sweater, white shirt, black shorts, and flip-flops. So she walks in, and it looks normal. Like Mm -hmm. she walks in like normal. She turns around to the buttons, and just like a good awkward maybe second or two is just staring at the buttons. Yeah. So she's just standing there like. like, Almost like trying to figure out what she wants to do. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she like leans over. And starts pressing every single floor. Just every single floor. Like going like bloop, 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 bloop. All the way. Again. And then she's still like bending over looking at every single thing. And then the next thing you see her do is she's like almost like sneaking back to the elevator door. And then pops out like looking around the corners of the doors. And she's like looking in the hallway like as, as either like. Someone was following her and she was checking to make sure nobody was following her mm-hmm. or she was just straight up wigging out. Right. Yeah. So that's what it looked like to me, especially with that kind of behavior. It looks like either schizophrenia right. or so she's like, seeing visions or something right. or like hallucinating, hallucinating or she's trying to get away from someone. Correct. Yeah. So that's what like when I very first saw this video, I was like, what the fuck? Well, like who's following her? Right. right. And then. But then um, when you go back and you think about how everyone was describing her behavior, then it's like, okay, right. maybe she's not being followed by a physical person, but maybe she's hallucinating. Right. So before she like sneaks up to the door, it's already 22 seconds that she's been in this elevator. Yeah. And that's when she sneaks up to the door the first time and like looks around. Um, and, and it's just like awkward movement. And so, um, I'm sorry, I lost my place now. As the video continues, just more and more suspicious behavior uh, was shown by her. And at one point, she's in the hallway and looks like she's talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. There is no one in the hallway. Yeah. Like, no one is walking by. There was no, like, shadows on the floors or anything right. of, like, of another person in the hallway with her off camera. Mm-hmm. She's literally, like, pretty much almost blocking the door from being closed. Like, there's little laser things. Yeah. Like, so the door won't close. Mm-hmm. And she's just, like, having this conversation, having this conversation. She's looking back inside the elevator, and she's doing these, like, weird, like, I don't know. It just made me thought of, like, Slender Man hands. <laughs> like, she had them, like, so spread out. They look, It looked like alien hands yeah. to me. And um, it was, it, like, again, it was... It was super, super weird. I don't weird. remember seeing that when I watched the video. Uh, I'll show I you that here. I not notice her hands. Maybe yeah. I was paying more attention to, like, where she was looking instead. Yeah, it, it literally looks like someone's, like, 
when when someone's on like meth, they do like this like zombie walk and they start doing these crazy things with like their, their hands. muscles kind of start to like clench and like sort of yeah. yeah. So um, part a good portion of this video, and I'd say probably like majority of the ending of the video is her like going in and out of the 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 elevator, and then she's just off camera, right? So she eventually leaves, and you don't ever see her in the camera view ever again. Mm -hmm. But what's weird is that every time the door closed, it would, like, immediately open back up. So I think she was still there. Pressing buttons Off the, the camera, yes. Pressing the button um, to keep it open. So um, detectives also found that there were cameras on her floor, but they didn't work. Of course. And, and of course. And um, the camera picture quality was, like, pixelated. Yeah. So we can send fucking people to the moon and have, like, mm -hmm. awesome shots of the moon from Earth. Yep. But motherfucker, I can't get a goddamn video <laughs> in a goddamn hotel. I know. And it's one of the most famous ones, right? So frustrating in a lot of cases oh where it's like, God. there were cameras. They did not work. Yeah. They, they, there were cameras. They were broken at that time. Yeah. And so... So detectives, in order to get this footage that I just described to you, the detectives took all of the available cameras that were working uh -huh. and reviewed them for, like, days. Yeah. And, like, almost 20 hours a day sometimes. They Jesus. were just two guys sitting in a room, just press play. And they had to watch minute by minute because they did not want to miss right. mm -hmm. her possibly leaving. Yeah. So... Do you think that she was trying to keep the elevator from going down and let anybody else on? Because if she's outside pressing the button and the doors keep opening, obviously the elevator's not going anywhere. I don't know. And I don't know why the elevator wouldn't go immediately. Like, remember, when she initially went in and started pressing all these buttons, it didn't it's move. 22 seconds. It doesn't Yo, take... That's, that's right, yeah. It doesn't take 22 seconds for the door to close. That's so weird, dude. It's so strange. And, and I mean, this door was open the whole entire time. She was like looking at it, fucking pressing all the buttons. And this door didn't close once. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So, um, the ele this whole, all this footage, right, of just Eliza. Mm -hmm. This is the only footage that they caught her on the camera. Right. So there was nowhere else. They even checked the entrances and exit angles of that same time period and after it and before it and they never saw her enter mm -hmm. and they never saw her leave which pretty much they concluded that uh elisa was still in the building somewhere yeah so they were like these two dudes are like dude this is the only thing we got she hasn't left she hasn't we didn't see her come in she's still in the building and yeah. they had to tell their supervisors that and they're like we're fairly confident she's still in the fucking building somewhere we just gotta go find we her. just don't know where yeah right so here is where it gets grody. It's pretty much like the grossest part to yeah. me. February 16th. Okay. So again, they released the video on February 13th. So now three days later, since Jan January 31st mm -hmm. to now February 16th. Yeah. Okay. So how many days? That's, That's over two weeks. It's like Jesus. two weeks and two days. Jesus. Okay. So, uh, complaints were coming in to the front desk where the water pressure of the sinks and showers were low. Mm -hmm. And some individuals that would stay there would even drink from the tap water and said that the water was tasting weird. Yeah. 
So uh, oh, this God. guy, this maintenance man, Santiago Lopez, um, was the main one that went to go investigate all these complaints. So he found the water pressure was low and started within the building checking all the pipes, um, checking valves or whatever the fuck maintenance men do yeah. as far as water pressure, right? So he was nothing was found out of the ordinary inside the building, um, but he decided to take a look into the cisterns which are located on the roof mm-hmm. of the build, of the building now there's four of them on top of the building so he had to check them all the cisterns are held with potable water um or they're mainly used for potable water which if you don't know what that means that means like daily use stuff like yeah. bathroom Bathroom use, cooking and drinking. Showering. Showering, yeah. all that kind of shit. Yeah. Right? Um, so so check this out. This guy had to do the following in order to get to the cisterns. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Cisterns? I think cisterns. Cisterns. Whatever. But yes. So number one, he had to take the elevator all the way to the top floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I think the I didn't look up this, but I think the the hotel has like 14 or 15 stories. I think you... Oh, no. I think you said rooms. How many yeah, rooms 700 there? rooms. Yeah, I think it was... I think it was like 14 or 15 yeah, stories. Yeah, it was pretty tall. So, after he gets off the elevator, he now has to climb two more flights of stairs um, to get to the rooftop door, access mm-hmm. door. Once you open the door, it has an alarm on it. And so, you have to turn off the alarm and him and only other certain staff members had the key and the ability to turn off the alarm. Mm-hmm. He had to make his way to the cisterns, right? Did mm-hmm. I say that right? I think so. Cisterns? Yeah. And then now, because of how tall they are, because they're big fucking water tanks, Yeah. my guy had to get a big, huge ladder to get to the top of them. Yeah. Okay? I Again, I don't know how specifically tall they are. I was looking at the pictures. They look fucking tall. Yeah. Definitely need a ladder for mm-hmm. that shit. Um obviously taller than just like a person right (laughs) at least a 10 foot yeah at least that um but maybe higher i I could i could only assume um so yeah to get to the top of the the cistern and then you have to get to the access door to open sesame that motherfucker and Mm -hmm. look in right so that's essentially what he had to do to make sure that the water levels of each one was still good and something you know wasn't going on with them right so he did all of that Right, did all of that, got to the top of the cistern. He noticed that one of them was already open. And when he looked in, he saw an Asian woman floating face up. And I can only imagine because I read other articles about this. Like he looked down, and that she was looking right back at him, and he was and she was only like a foot down. That's so crazy. Like look in, there she is. Like, what? That would freak me yeah, out, Yeah, I think bro. it would freak anybody out. That's insane. So, she was floating face up. She was naked, and her clothes were in the tank as well. For whatever reason, she was naked, though. You're right. Right. Which is also weird. Yeah. Her body had already started to decompose, right? Sure. It's, it's already... So, immediately, he notified the supervisors and ordered an immediate do-not-drink order. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, A little too late for, some, for most people, <clears throat> I would assume. Obviously, LAPD was contacted, and yes, she was identified as Elisa. So, like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. First of all... So weird. How did she get through all those steps, and especially getting to the rooftop, 
The alarm door. Thing, the alarm. Like it's it's so weird to me. I'm pretty sure someone in the building would have been like, "Yeah, what the fuck is that sound?" Yeah, someone would have heard an alarm. That's why they have alarms. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's um, one of the weirdest parts about this to me, honestly. And then the second part that I was wondering is like, how the fuck did she get like on top of it and then in it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like obviously she, she made it up there somehow. Yeah. But there was the ladder was still in place when he went to go look. Like, everything was weird. Like, the ladder wasn't already there. Like, she had moved it and climbed up in there herself. Correct. So, it was, it's just it's just fucking, fucking weird. Um, a crazy thing that they had to do to retrieve her was the fire, fire department had to come out. They drained the tank. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had to cut a hole in the side of the tank to properly preserve whatever evidence was in there and also to take her out properly. Right. right? So, um... Basically, you know, they found her deceased. They released her to the coroner's office to figure out what was going on. So, it took... So, this was in February, Mm -hmm. right? This is now June 20th. The fuck? The coroner's office did the autopsy to which they gave an inconclusive death. Why does an autopsy, autopsy take four months? I have... No idea. I'm assuming that, I mean, they probably did their initial autopsy and then they had to do toxicology stuff. I mean, I don't, obviously I, I'm not. But a... the official like, hey, this is what we got. Like the biggest document release. I, I'm pretty sure that it came out before this. Yeah. To let the family know at least. Well, yeah, maybe. Um, But to the public, June 20th, that's when the coroner's office came out inconclusive. with inconclusive death. And it was deemed an accidental drowning. I remember this day specifically. I was like, what the fuck? Like, because I was kind of Wait, following if it. If it's accidental drowning, how is it inconclusive? Because, like, they, 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 they don't know. I don't know how this works, especially with the coroner's office and, like, medical Because there's a cause office. of death and a manner of death. Right. Cause of death is how they physically died. So, the cause of accidental the, drowning. And then the manner is accidental. Oh. Um, homicide, suicide. But they don't know that. That's probably where the inconclusive thing is. Inconclusive death. They don't know if it was a suicide or someone killed her. So then it would just have been drowning. Inconclusive, yeah. And then eventually they deemed it accidental drowning, which to me is like a bullshit, like... Yeah, I don't... Something doesn't sit right with me about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's It's, such a weird... I have my... I have my... I have my own theories, mm. but I want you to finish. So uh, some sources uh, at the uh, uh, the coroner's office did do a, a toxicology report to which they were able to find medication like Wellbutrin mm-hmm. and other medicines in her system. Turns out that the family kept her diagnosed mental health uh, private where it was found that she had been diagnosed with bipolar and depression. So they didn't okay. know she had these things. Right. But all these behaviors and what they saw in the video, that kind of like made sense. That does not, <clears throat> to me, the behavior of her in that video does not say bipolar depression. Well, here we go. So after all this toxicology report, they brought in more experts. And they said one of the medications found in her system was an antipsychotic. There was no alcohol signs or any illicit drugs in her system, 
the coroner's office said that, um, yes, she was taking her medicine, but especially with that antipsychotic, she was not taking that one properly because she was supposed to have certain dosage. And if she was taking it properly, she would have had this percentage amount right. in her system. So if that, in conjunction with whatever else other medicines with this antipsychotic, if she wasn't taking it properly, she could have those behaviors okay. associated with the video and, and the odd behaviors that was described from the roommates. Okay, all that sure, kind of yeah. Right. Understandable. So, um, yes, of course, it was, again, an accidental drowning conclusion, but inconclusive death. <laughs> and they, the coroner's office also stated that her bipolar and depression may have been a contributing factor. May have. Okay. May have. Okay. Okay. Um, on September 20th now. So we're coming from June to mm-hmm. September 20th now. Um, Elisa's family tried to sue the hotel for wrongful, wrongful death. death. Yeah. However, it went to trial and courts ultimately dismissed it um, due to Mr. Santiago's statements of his process that he had to do to check in, check on the cisterns. Right. All um, of those steps he had to go through to even correct. access the area. Correct. So they would have no reason to believe that someone would be inside the tanks due to that extensive process, and the courts agree. Which is probably why they make it that difficult to access, because, so that this stuff doesn't happen accidentally. Correct. So in the end of this whole thing, mm-hmm. Elisa's death is, yes, an accidental drowning. However, this is the one of the weirdest that the hotels has ever seen. Um, again, I remember hearing about this in the news when it actually was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but at that time, I never really looked into it, looked into it. Um, I think the grossest thing about this whole entire case was the fact that people were, like, essentially drinking her. Oh, they were. And, and I heard, uh, there were some things that I had heard, like, too. Like, could you imagine that, they dude? They could see it coming out, and it was, like, gray water. Dude, can you imagine? And then you realize later on that you were drinking. Oh, my God, bro. Like, bodily fluids from you know a decomposing I, body you know what the crazy thing is like i feel bad for like the family right because it was such a weird ending oh sure and, and they had no closure really and, again yeah especially the parents like uh i couldn't imagine i would never try to even imagine mm-hmm. losing either girl or either of the girls yeah especially like that yeah and then like you feel like all the questions that you've had are not answered. Because it's still like, okay, yeah, we found her. We see what happened, but we don't know what happened really. Right. Um, so, like, and, and that's, like, I... the worst nightmare ever. I can only imagine that. That's, like, the worst nightmare. Finding your child that has passed away, but then you're like, how the fuck did this happen? And nobody knows anything. Yeah. So, it's just... I do think there was a mental health struggle right i 100 percent believe that that's a possibility oh for sure obviously she has meds to prove it Mm -hmm. i don't think even in a altered state of mind she would have been able to go through all of those steps without being noticed in some way climb up into that cistern without a ladder by herself i i agree so yes maybe there was something going on internally mentally where she was not in the best state of mind 
Someone put her there. Yeah. Someone had to have put her there. There's no way she could have gotten through an alarm. Nope. Could have even unlocked it. Was it locked? Yeah, it was an alarm. There's no way she could have gotten into a locked door set with an alarm up into a huge water tank and opened that big-ass water tank by herself, which I heard also was... Like a, a a feet, like it wasn't just like a little door. It was like a big metal yeah. door. It was access. It was basically like an access door to know? get in. And then it's like, why would she be? I mean, I guess in an altered state of mind, mentally, like maybe you take off your clothes for whatever reason. We've seen it happen in cases before. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you've seen it on the road. Uh, I, yeah, definitely. So that doesn't even strike me as necessarily weird in her state of mind. But like, the fact that she was in there, naked with her clothes, but there's no sign of her getting into the thing by herself. Yeah. It's so fucking weird to me. And then it's like, was it paranormal to somehow yeah. like, but then it's like, how do you explain a paranormal entity boosting her up into this like sister? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I it, don't, I, 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 I don't, truly don't I don't know. ever like dis. Well, what's the word? I don't ever put it past paranormal stuff to happen. Right. I know paranormal stuff happens. I might not have witnessed a lot of it myself, but I know that it happens. Right. Like, but not to the extent where they could get her up into, I don't know. It's just so strange. There are so many weird and, un, you know, unanswered questions. Like, and here's the weird. picture. Here's the picture of the cisterns. They're huge. Uh, they're fucking huge. And There's like, here's no a, here's a big, huge ladder that they put up there. Like, you see that? That's over a 10-foot ladder. There's no way she could have gotten up there. Unless unless she did some crazy, like, ninja move and, like, put her back to the cistern and, like, crawled up the wall. Because it looks like it's pretty close to this wall, but... No, there's... Yeah, no. But there's no fucking way she would have no. been able to... No, there's no way. Other than that fucking ladder, there's no other way. And there was no ladder there. No, there was no ladder Because he had to around. move the ladder to the tank to right. get up in it. Right. It's just the weirdest thing. Yeah. So there's like different, there's actually, the cool thing about, not the cool thing about it, but interesting. it inspired lots of like documentaries and like, so, um, American Horror Story Hotel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was, was part of, hotel. was based off of this hotel yeah. and that was part of, her story was part of that, that yeah. thing. Um, there was, I think there was like another like incident that happened at the Cecil Hotel where these couple committed like a double suicide thing. Mm -hmm. And so you remember you remember Inception. Yeah. Where Leonardo DiCaprio's um wife at that time was trying to wake up. Yeah. And they were sitting on the hotel uh windowsill. Oh and yeah. That was off of that Interesting. double uh suicide. Okay. And then um they actually made a documentary Excuse on me. Netflix of this story, of uh, Elisa's story. I need to watch that. And it's called The Vanishing at the CISO Hotel. And I, I I, looked it up. I started watching and I was like, holy crap. This is like yeah. very detailed. They brought it. in, They brought in like the actual detectives that were doing the case. They're retired now. Yeah. And they brought in um, the guy that was the one one of the guys of the two that last saw her um he was interviewed in that documentary and everything so it's just it's so weird such a weird story and just to, um, and, to, and just to think 
had any of the other cameras been working, they probably would have had answers. Oh, 100%. Even just one. 100%. Even just one extra camera working yeah. in a hallway somewhere. <clears throat> yep. So right now, I, I think that the renovation's done, but some guy in New York dropped $100 million to re- renovate the whole thing. Jesus. Yeah. I would never drop that kind of money on yeah. a hotel in that a- in an area like that. Right. <laughs> and then, oh, so I found this one article where this, like, I think she was either blogger or, like, some sort of social media or, mm-hmm. uh, like, famous social media person. Mm-hmm. Her goal, like, after hearing about these crazy incidents and then Elisa's incident, she went to one of the famous rooms before one of the murders. I think it was one of, like, uh, Ramirez, I think Ramirez's um, murders. She went to that room and got filled up a bottle of water from the tap water. And then she went to Elisa's room and filled up a bottle of water from her tap. Mm-hmm. And so now she's like, I fa- I saw the opportunity. I know this is going to sell. And like recorded the whole thing, how she went to the room, filled up the water. Bottle. Like I own water from the hotel rooms that are now like kind of blocked off. Nobody can rent them or anything. And it was like, it was some big, that huge That seems kind of lame to me, though, because it's, like, yeah, it's, it's not the same water from the same time. It's all different no, water. No. It's not the same but water. But, like, it was some, some weird blog. Water does it. not and stay it became this same. big, huge deal. And it was... I was that's like, like, okay, total sidestep. But that's like the freaking Splash Mountain, okay? Yeah. At Disney right now. They've shut it down to redo it and renovate it into a different theme. Right. And people were going and getting water from it into, like, little containers being like, the last water from Splash, Splash Mount. Mountain. It's the same fucking water. Yeah. And they're selling it on eBay for like $2,000 for like an ounce. What? <laughs> Serious. And people are buying that shit. Yo, it's let's go. It's the last go. water from Splash Mountain. It's like, no, it's not. It's still going to be there. God. It's just going to be a different theme. People are so dumb. People are so stupid. So but yeah, I thought it was funny too. I was reading that. It doesn't like, make sense to me. Give, who gives a fuck about the water? Like, Yeah, it's not the same water. Plus, why would you want... Dude, water with so decomposing weird. body in it and that's just rude like that's... dude that god oh, that i i didn't know about the toxicology stuff right yeah. the toxicology report and i was like i was fully expecting her to be on like flocka or like yeah, molly some, or something yeah. like that no yeah i know that she was on her stuff for her mental health yeah. but it's like it still doesn't yes maybe if she's not taking a certain medication the way she's supposed to she could be having an episode of some kind right it still does not explain to me how she got up into that oh 100 percent. it does maybe explain her behavior but does not explain how she got into that tank yeah whatsoever so right now i'm bringing up um the yeah, video it's footage so it is, eerie it's just so and it's weird, just so bro. sad because it's like you just want to reach through and help her yeah and like look here here we go so she's she walks in mm-hmm uh, like normal, it looked normal to me. She goes over and she's just like she's just staring at the star- buttons. Here she goes. She's bent start- over, staring at the buttons, pressing all the buttons. Yep. Stand- so stands at the corner. Stands like all that. the way back in the corner, and she's just like frozen. But like the door never. But the door's not closes. closing. And then she's like, "What the fuck? Why isn't the door closing?" And she, boom, ooh, boom. ooh, god, it's so creepy. She oh. peeks out really fast and just goes like right, left, and then yep. goes. Now she's hiding in the elevator. She's hiding up against the buttons. It's yeah. just like, who is she hiding from? Like, yeah, that's why I was like, when I very first saw this, I was like, what? Who the fuck is she hiding from? I mean, like, like I said, she could be having a, a hallucination, but it's like, hallucinations don't put you up into a water tank. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It still is. And see, she's like still like looking around. And she, 
she just jumps out of the elevator and starts oh it's so weird you guys have to look this up yeah and then here look let me show you you, you really part. can just go to youtube and type in elisa lamb l or i'm sorry e-l-i-s-a last name lamb l-a-m yeah. and just type that and in look, and you'll she find looks it like she's having a conversation with somebody it's, it's just, so strange. And then here's the hand thing I was telling you about. Dude. Yeah, let me see, because I don't remember seeing that before. Here's the hand thing. Here it comes. Here it comes. Right here. Wait. No, that's not it. She looks like she's getting flustered, like she's tr like she's stressing over something. Yeah. Like she's trying to get now, away from here someone. Here we go. Here we go. Look at this thing. See this? Look at oh, yeah. That's I so see. weird. Oh, yeah. It's like she's... It's like slender it's almost handy. like she's... Like, petting a like a dog or something it's but there's so nothing weird. there it's like a slender man hand dude it's like that was abnormal looking to me yeah but then That's again what it's I'm a saying. pixelated like, what if it's paranormal look, she looks like she's having a conversation with somebody it's so weird like what if she was possessed but you know what i'm saying i mean i would not put it past this hotel to I, have a spirit there that would possess somebody and, and you know especially in like her mental state like something yeah. that kind of stuff manifests that thing it, it does and because it, it makes them vulnerable see that's why i don't that fuck with paranormal I shit know. bro it's just so strange so maybe you guys can take a look at the video and and send us an email or something and tell us what you think about this because this is one, like i said one of those cases that it's so sits weird on my list of the you know like top five most cases that i want solved the most yeah and it's because it, there's just so weird. It's just, it, oh my God. It's like, unexplainable. Especially that video, man. You're going to be like, when you guys go and see the video, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's really strange. Very strange. Dude. And very sad. Yeah. A very, very sad, sad ending. Um, You know, it, again, it's just, it's just weird. Yeah. One of those weird ones. Wow. So, and that's, and that's why I chose that one. One, it had to do with the water thing. Um, But I, I. I hadn't really looked super deep into um, the case until now, and I thought you'd enjoy. Yeah. No, yeah, I I definitely know that case, but it's still one that I like to talk about, and I'm glad that we got to discuss it because yeah. it's just interesting to hear other people's perspectives and like their point of view on it because it's just so weird, really weird. Wow. Okay, well... I brought the goofs this week. Yes. So I have a Florida woman. Thank you. That was a yes. lot of talking. I know. That was a lot of responsibility. You got a lot of responsibility. That's why I needed you to take this one. That was a lot. Can we maybe like alternate every other week? Sure. Is that doable? Maybe. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, okay. So Florida woman. We are going Ooh, to... Florida woman. Yeah, woman. We're going to Pensacola. Ooh, Picola. You gotta get closer to the mic, bro. I know. You can't, you can't I was keep just adjusting. Around. I was just adjusting. <laughs> We're working with one mic, y'all, okay? I have two. They don't both work at the same time with my computer, so we're working with one mic. Womp womp. Okay. Um, struggle bus. We're on it. Uh, Pensacola, January 25th, 2019. Mm. Uh, this is from Fox 8 News, is where I got this article, and it says. A Florida woman has been arrested after allegedly dancing naked in a Waffle House parking lot and licking a stranger on the face. I want to say that I know exactly which one, which Waffle House this is going to be at. It has to be by Cory Station. Oh, because you I were in Pensacola went. for a bit, too. It has too, to yeah. be. It has to be. This chick's name is Freedom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Freedom Rider. Shut up. That's her middle name. Freedom Rider Zobrist. But her first and middle name are literally Freedom Rider. Love it. Welcome to Florida. 
America. 38 years old. Um, she was arrested um, that Monday on lewd and indecent exposure of sexual organs, as well as disorderly conduct, battery, and assault. A Waffle House employee reportedly asked her uh, who they claim she was, they, they claimed that she was trespassing, so they asked her to leave and uh, because of her behavior. The employee allegedly called police after she continued to cause problems. She eventually ran from the restaurant, leaving all of her belongings behind, and then she returned to the Waffle House later to start verbally abusing the employee. WEAR-TV stated that she also threatened to get a gun and shoot that employee in the face and then shoot all the employees and customers in the restaurant. She then allegedly walked straight out into the parking lot, pulled down her pants... Exposing her private area. Please and tell me she took organs. a shit. No, and started oh. dancing around. She was just having a dance party, a no nice. pants dance party. Nice. No pants dance party. No pants dance party in the Waffle House parking lot. <laughs> With her pants still down, Zobris walked back up to the employee, attempted to grab his genitals, and oh. then leaned forward and licked both sides of his face. What a fucking G. <laughs> A witness told the news outlet that Zobrist also blocked the employee's vehicle inside the parking lot and danced naked in front of his car. She was arrested and charged with all of the other stuff I said. And she, um, I guess, was scheduled to appear in court that February in 2019. I don't have any update on that. But Let me. That, I'm uh, pretty sure she didn't show up for that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You I, know what? This is just all a big misunderstanding. That's oh, all. Is it? <laughs> pants just fell down i was dancing to try to pull them back up right right yeah at least she wasn't irish folk dancing like the last oh one. yeah like the last one yeah the ballet all right let me see this irish... mug shot there's gotta oh, be oh hold on i gotta find it oh my god i gotta find it hold on i i'm already envisioning a face and mug shot for this and it's probably exactly probably what exactly you are expecting oh honestly no that was oh, not okay that was not she does have meth face so yeah she does scabs. she does have the craters yeah. and yeah drug of choice definitely meth <laughs> she does she does look like she has the meth mouth so that is my florida woman for you guys today so good yeah that's a good one i think she, she was, was just shaking, having the time she, of her life she was shaking what her mama gave her she was nobody wanted to see it but it, nobody ever does <laughs> Man, this was a long one. We're at an hour and 15 minutes. Dang, I did good. Yeah, you did good. But now you just made me want to cover all the Cecil Hotel madness. Maybe we can have a Cecil. We'll, we'll like, have these, the Cecil stuff. Yeah. All right, you just give me an idea for next week. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No, you did, for sure. I'm going to go and find a a really weird other case that has to do with the Cecil Hotel. Okay. And you probably didn't even watch that season of American Horror Story. No, I never even I never good. even finished the first season. It was so good, and Gaga's in it. It's so good. That's right, I did read yeah. that Gaga was in it. Really, really good. You really need to watch all of those. Jeez. I know you don't like scary stuff, but I think you would enjoy it, because it's more of, like, I know you like the mindfuck stuff. Yeah. So there's a lot of that that goes into it. It is scary, and it is spooky, and there's jump scares and all that shit, but it's... I don't like that. But it's... You get a mind fuck with it. It's all a little bit of everything all mixed into one. It's really good. I think you would like it. But, uh, all right. Is that all we have for today? I, I think so. Okay. I think so. All right, guys. Don't forget 
Um, we would love, 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 love to do a listener episode soon. So please send in your stories to spooksandgoofspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram uh, at spooksandgoofspodcast. Yeah, in those listener stories, if you want me to read it, that's fine. And also let me know if you want me to do in like weird voices. Like, so if this guy has an English accent, I'll do it for you, mate. Oh my you know God. what I'm saying? Go away. I hate you right now. I um, sound like I'm from London. <laughs> no, they're, you, this is the thing. They have yet to hear your Asian accent. Oh, I know. Don't do it yet. I know, I'm not going Save to. Save it for a rainy day. For sure. But it, it, I think it'll come out. I think I point. have to tell them about the eight shifts in a row story. Later on. One day. One day. One day. Yeah. Let's, let's that's, give that's him my, a treat. It's my favorite story to tell. Let's give him a little treat. Um, but yeah, so uh, like I said, follow us on the on the socials. Uh, send us an email or like a case suggestion. Uh, whatever you'd like. Or even you just want to say hi, shoot us an email. For sure. I would love to see it. Um, and I guess that's all. Oh, and Patreon. Patreon. Follow us on Patreon. You yeah, you. Yeah. There's a couple tiers on there. You can get a little extra stuffs on there, extra yep. bonus Holler stuff at us. and stickers and fun stuff. And maybe we could start getting some shirts. Ooh. What do you think? I'm down. Okay. Cool. As long as I get one. Yeah. You never make me one. Send us an email if you want a shirt. We'll hook you up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, until next time, stay spooky. Get goofy. Bye. Love you.